This is the Story Power Marketing Show with Tom Ruich. Make yourself comfortable and fasten your seatbelt. Tom and his guests are about to share powerful stories, trade business building insights, and have a few laughs. Tom created this podcast to help you captivate prospects and inspire them to act so you can get more clients quickly and easily. That's what powerful storytelling is all about. That's what this podcast is all about. So let's get this party started. Here's your host, Tom Ruich. Hello and welcome to the Story Power Marketing Show. My name is Tom Ruich and today's episode is called Buy by Bland, how to create books and courses that stand out. My guest today is Richard Hagen. Richard is a no BS publisher who helps exceptional coaches, trainers, consultants, and business owners turn their expertise into books, products, and online trainings. Richard has worked as a preacher, counselor, author, writer, coach, project manager, and teacher, and he has bundled all that experience and knowledge to launch immersive publishing. His mission is to empower his clients to transform their business so they can flourish and thrive. Richard Hagen, welcome to the Story Power Marketing Show. Tom, it's fantastic to be here. Thanks for the invitation. And, and that is probably the best intro I've ever had. So you're just oh. showing off how good you are at this stuff. <laughs> well, <laughs> most of the details, all of the details came from you. We uh, we like to tighten things up and, and uh, get it well-focused. So I'm glad it rings well for you. And uh, um, you, have, you have extraordinary background. And among your experiences you were a preacher you were part of a catholic order that uh, operated in in the uk and elsewhere and you said something really interesting and and um funny to me that um <laughs> part of your mission is to transform the the work that your clients do when they put out a book or other content and one of the places that you sort of learn from the cautionary tales is all the boring stuff that preachers do you know I, I, you said something like everything that boring preachers do is what most business people mistakenly do when they write a book talk to me a little bit about that talk to me about the boring bland mistakes that so many people bring to yeah, their publishing. <laughs> there are there are the same stories so if anybody who has the experience of going to church yeah. you know the big stories the parables the dramatic incidents and if you've been going for for years to church you can pretty much guarantee if you know the preacher or the 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 pastor you know the style you know their approach you you know as soon as the story starts what what cliches, what boring metaphors or boring connections they're going to give you that they've given you for that story for the last 10 years. Mm-hmm. And that that I think is it's 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 such a fatal position for communicators to be in, which is that there is a sense that when we live on 
information layer we live on stuff people hear about all the time that we come across as very dull, generic, bland. Oh, yeah, it's the same as I hear from so-and-so over there. That business coach is just the same as that other business coach who was talking about the same thing last week. And everybody immediately has, uh, when we get the first bit of information, we go, oh, yeah, I know that. Right Now, they don't mean they know and they do anything about it. It's that, that it's just... Yeah, I kind of have heard it before, which is very different to I know it. And I think the challenge is when somebody's heard about social media or storytelling and marketing, I read dreadful stuff about storytelling and marketing. Yeah. That And people go, oh, yeah, I, I know what that is. And they're not doing any of it or they're just picking out the really easy bits that keeps them still pretty dull. Rather yeah. than doing the work to really stand out and escape from that, I don't know if you have blamange in the states, but blamange is like a a sickly, sticky pudding that, but it doesn't taste of anything really. That people get stuck in that blamange of bland. <laughs> that's a you good. Know, that's a good metaphor. Know. I'm. I'm. I am certain I've never experienced blamange, but yeah. uh, that, and and. I think I'm glad I haven't, but uh, I think it's a great metaphor. And yeah. you, you talked about the people who are out there talking about storytelling in a bland way. Yeah. It's amazing to me how many articles yeah. and blog posts I've read about storytelling that don't have any stories in them. Yeah. It's yeah. just mind blowing to me. And and uh, you you made a really interesting point when you were talking about the preachers at least they're trading in parables and stories. But part of your point is that just sharing a story is, is not enough that you have to find some original angle. You have to come up with different stories. So what is your, your cure or your formula to get beyond bland? Yeah, interesting. I think I think one of the challenges in the in the preaching context or in a lot of storytelling in business is that they kill the stories. It's it's like they they're still born that yeah. that that um and and what they do is they 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 present anecdotes, not stories. Ah, that they yeah. that and and I I kind of play about it you know the the people in you see in your 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 audience you know that you know this you've picked up a whole sequence of business books and the first paragraph opens I mm-hmm. I am I did I claimed I swam I ran I fought and the rest of the book is a journey into I. And all they do is they tell you stories from their past and they give you the odd point, a leadership point or a, a little tool, but it's all I, I, I. And they give you history, chronological facts about stuff you don't care about <laughs> right. because it's about them. And right. that's what I call living in your anecdotage. 
Ah, living in your anecdotage. Yes. Yeah, you're telling people about the past. And even when people are talking about power, you know, and they don't they don't understand the parable isn't telling you about something that happened in the past. Mm-hmm. The parable is a story to equip you for the future. Yeah. It's fundamentally different. And and most people when they're writing their books dump anecdote, anecdote, anecdote. They don't create the future story for the reader. That's that that that's that transformative distinction between anecdote and story. Story cr- creates and equips you to create the future or tackle it. Which is yeah. as kids, fairy stories, those kind of scary tales are designed not to tell us about Hansel and Gretel two hundred fifty years ago, but tomorrow you're going to face a painful situation. You're going to find somebody you find a bit scary and terrifying. What are you going to do? How are you right. going to navigate that? Yeah. So that, I yeah. think that's a fundamental thing is, is shift it from anecdotes and stories about you to the, the only story the reader or your audience really care about, which yeah. is their story. Yeah. Yeah, you you and I see eye to eye on this. That uh, here at Story Power, we often talk about the idea that uh, people are so prone, even when they are leaning into the notion of storytelling, to tell a story about the ditch they clawed their way out of, or the garage where they invented their widget. And and to your point, no one cares about that, and that won't resonate it will feel bland unless the reader the prospect the 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 target sees themselves in the story and unless it evokes a journey that they wish to take you talked about the future vision for the reader so how how does one go about doing that in preparing for a book or or developing a course I think there's a, a fundamental starting point, which is stripping, stepping back from our products, stepping back from our services, stepping yep. back from our brand, even if you want to, to, to say, but to go and go to a, a tougher place, which is what is my value mm-hmm. and who am I for? Mm-hmm. And how do I, uh, right now, how do I create value with and for them? And that's, yeah. that is the fundamental starting point because that is your, that's your power space. That is your, that is, that's where your value lies and where it rests. Right. And the challenge I, f- I find with, with many, many coaches or speakers or trainers is that they have, they're so familiar with what they do and mm-hmm. they think it's they think it's in what they know or they think it's in their one particular trick or technique that they've got and that's their magic thing actually their value is much more profound i i kind of describe it as you've got a mind for that again because it's all of that stuff you is now unconscious to you because you've cultivated that over 10 20 30 years and it's yeah. natural to you but it isn't natural to anybody else, and that's that is the space where your value is, and it, it's where you, where the the melting point of your own unique story and expertise and experience meets. 
the yeah. deep needs of your audience and it so that's the first thing is to is to really is to step back from whatever you think your agenda is mm-hmm. for this book or this course and to go what's the value that i really deliver and and that is so much deeper than the way you speak about it yeah and i think yeah that, I, so that i think yeah i think that's really powerful and, and really really important and when you talk about stepping back you're really talking about developing a broad and and strategic vision for your business in general and your book in particular you know you were saying that so many business people are prone to just dump the thing they know the secret sauce or the key piece of information and really what you're saying here is that that that's easy and that's counterproductive because it really isn't a, you haven't stepped back and, and figured out why you must do this where are the connection points what is the journey that your prospects wish to take i've heard you talk about the fact that there are five million books that get published a year and that most people are just fantasizing that they can just you know pound out a book and and compete but uh, you're you make a great point that you, you stop fantasizing and get a strategy before you write yours so uh, you, you're getting at this a little bit when you say step back i think you're talking yeah. about the beginning of that strategic process tell us more about the strategic process that you help your clients go through to prepare for writing a book so there's there's myself and my partner in the, in the business that, that we run we we've we've been around publishing for more than mm. 30 years each mm-hmm. and through our very eclectic backgrounds and church and publishing and complementary therapy and teaching and brought all of that. And, and when we, we sat down a couple of years ago to look at what, what, when we chatted to people about the books that had really created change for them, we mm-hmm. started to identify five fundamental elements and when we look back at the pro- books that had um, changed us and then the, the projects that had worked phenomenally well with, with us, we spotted these things. And the first one is empathy, mm-hmm. the starting point. The starting point is not trying to get or you know kind of manipulate rapport feelings with your reader. It is actually who do you know better than they know themselves mm-hmm. and how and and being able to begin your book or your online course with being able to talk about them mm-hmm. in a way that that you that you, they go oh it's kind of creepy but i like it yeah because this person i've heard the, the superficial pain points the superficial solutions and i know they don't work this person within a page or two page has already shown me why they those quick fixes never work and i always knew it but maybe this is someone i can trust mm-hmm. and so the starting point for any any project is is that is establishing that profound connection with your reader that you are on their side and that, in a sense, 
you do know them better than they do themselves. Because otherwise, why should they waste another minute right. with you? They've right. wasted hours on the generic five magic steps, the yeah. quick fix solutions. They, they need to know right up front, oh, this is different. And that yeah, is and a profound insight into them. That's the first one, empathy. Yeah, we often say at, at Story Power that one of the most powerful and great things that you can hear from a client or a prospect is, wow, you really get me. <laughs> you it, And it, it, if, if somebody is reading your book or your emails or your blog posts and feel as if, wow, this person, this writer is speaking to me, this person gets me, you've won half the battle, you, you know, they're, you're connected. So that's a really important yeah. uh, principle. And there's a lot of yeah. work that goes into making that happen. So that's number one, what, uh, you, absolutely. You and then the, the second one is, is authority mm -hmm. that it, it is that you, you need to demonstrate your authority. And this is a fundamental challenge to a lot of first time business writers, mm -hmm because they've swallowed this notion that they should write a book to gain credibility. Mm -hmm. And it is utterly selfish and mm -hmm. self-indulgent. Mm -hmm. Don't write a book if you've not got credibility. Why, why should anyone spend 10, 15, 20 bucks to let you have credibility? Mm-hmm. Write the book from the place where you already deliver phenomenal results. Your authority is not your CV. It's not your Ivy League education or your climbing of Mount Kilimanjaro with one arm tied behind your back yeah. in the middle of winter. It is your ability to create brilliant results for the people you work with. Right. That is what authority means. It's authoring change for them. And, and that is show don't tell. So Beautiful. the fact yeah. that you begin with empathy, that you're, you, you've actually demonstrated your authority by profoundly connecting with them and, and uncovering that deeper, darker, more profound layer than anyone else has to that point. So it, it's stand in your authority and it's, and it's don't be shy. Step away from, I think you should do this. Stand in mm -hmm. your authority you're their voice inside their head for the next four or five hours when they're reading your book or they're you're on a course they don't care if it's your they don't not they don't want your opinion they don't want what you think they want you to tell them how it is yep. but you don't need to do it aggressively but but you do it by speaking their language powerfully and and doing that so, so that would be the second one is stand in your authority don't yep. don't do it if you don't get results for people already Right. So what about number three? Number three is, is we call it the ecosystem, which is make sure it hangs together. So I remember about six months ago, nine months ago, I was reading a manuscript and on page 25, the author was telling me never, ever, ever leave your phone to charge in your bedroom because it will disturb your sleep and, and it's there too much of a temptation. 40 pages later, I was I was I was having a, an uneasy night's sleep. And then at two in the morning, Oprah changed my life. I was on my phone and I saw this quote by Oprah and it mm. just gave me a whole new insight. And at that point, I can I literally put the manuscript down and I went, 
which version of you do I believe? Page 32 or page 72? Ah, yeah. And at that point, I go, I don't believe either of them now. Yeah. Yeah. And so the, the the sense of ecosystem is, does does it all work together? Is it congruent? And in our sense, that's also your website. Your when you're speaking, when you're with clients, it is everything that you do has one single congruent experience. That's yep. powerful because it it immerses people in your message. So yeah, yeah, and and I imagine as a matter of process for you that this also is one of those step back moments. I think. A lot of books read as if, all right, I'm going to tell you this thing, that thing, this thing, that thing, on and on it goes. Or you mentioned earlier yeah. that sometimes it's just yeah. a chronological accounting of my life in business, whatever it might be. And yeah. and there is no structure to it. There is, and and you run into contradictions and and logical disparities and so forth. Yeah. And so I think, I infer from what you said that part of the process is to step back and define the structure before you type away and and put words on uh, on the page. Yeah, and the structure, ironically, isn't about the information. Yeah, the structure is the structure of transformation. That is that the reader goes on throughout from page one to page fifty or two hundred, however big long it is right. your training program. That yep. the structure is defined and determined not by the intellectual structure of your knowledge, but by their their need for this change and what yeah it it needs your information, it needs your tools. But this is where our five elements comes in, and because you you you've got to connect it, fundamentally. If you haven't connected emotionally with them at the beginning, all all of your information stuff is just noise, right. It won't get through, and and the so this is where our our fourth thing is disruption. That disruption. fundamentally, human beings, we might say we want to change, but we don't actually want to do the work to change mm -hmm. because bizarrely we are kind of comfortable, no matter how painful a situation is. We have to we have to get rocking and uncomfortable and unsteady before we ever going to move anywhere else. And so this notion of disruption, it's, I don't go to the gym. You can probably see that Tom, not a, a gym bunny, <laughs> but I love the, the way I look at disruption. It's that sense of, you know, the half balls that people do the core balancing yeah. exercise. They are never, they're never still they're on the move. Whereas most of us read books, do courses already saying, well, I know this, I know that, yeah, I've read that before, I've seen that, blah, blah, blah. You need fundamentally to, to, to kind of push at what's their model of the world, what's their model of this topic, of this field, because whether they know it or not, they're profoundly attached to what they believe at the moment. And right. so you're going to have to disrupt that to create movement and a willingness to go, oh, my God, yeah, it doesn't work, does it? Right. What 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 is going to replace that? And then we come in at that point with uh, we call it the paradigm. It's that that fresh vision of your field, of your topic, of their lives, of their relationships, of their community. And it's being that at that point. It can't be cliched like an acronym or five steps. If you if you're dealing with deep, profound stuff, your mm -hmm. model, your paradigm has to be able to deal with the complexity and the, the depth of those challenges. And that 
those are the seven cold, the seven habits books the the the, the power of tools like myers briggs they are profound models of reality and, right and even in a you know marketing storytelling authoring writing you can create filters of reality that's what that's what fiction authors do all the time they change us sure. profoundly by creating a different world that we step into and, and i don't think it's any different for a business writer because otherwise you just are in bland noise information so indeed indeed and, and, and so that's that's number four and number so disruption five. was number four and number five was paradigm oh number five is, is paradigm number ah, five it, is it. paradigm Yep. Yeah. Sorry, I lost and track that, there. That. Oh no, no, that's I was. I that's was, excellent. I so, two for so, one. So please recap the five so, for us. Just yeah. So yeah. Em empathy to start with that profound yep. connection with your audience, um, authority, which is what you deliver brilliantly already, and yep. you don't need to tell people about that. Show it in the way you speak about your audience and to them, and lead them through that change transformation journey ecosystem is make sure it all makes sense that it, that you're not contradicting yourself and this is mm -hmm. where your paradigm model becomes really powerful because that happens automatically the fourth one is disruption yeah at some point you're gonna have to go in the uk we have a thing called marmite which is a yeast extract paste and yeah. literally their marketing is love it or hate it and yeah. everybody in the uk is in one of those two camps i mean they hate it <laughs> And and they use that in their marketing. If you yep. if you don't want to stand out, if you don't want to push anyone, if you don't want to be different and present a different model, a different way of acting and behaving, don't waste your time and your audience's yep. time by writing a book. Be bold and disrupt their current reality doesn't work, otherwise they wouldn't have your book. Yep. So be bold in that and then shake up that model and then present the much richer approach which is your alternate view of reality beautiful yeah beautiful and richard what is the typical process in terms of book publishing um pardon me sorry uh there are some there are some groups that do um write it for you others that do write it with you others what what's your typical model how are you helping we unfortunately we do them all that's, that's yeah. it. it depends on it so we have a we have training program so um an online program that people can go through at their own pace and with group sessions twice a month and that's mm -hmm. called author the future foundations and that that is that fundamental get your value, get your intellectual property, get you start to evolve your paradigm and mm -hmm. then you plan almost a five-year product business plan and you and plan your first book and then write it and we do all kind of developmental library of resources for them. Or, and that's kind of working real on your own, or we work with you in one-to-one -one coaching, workshopping and so literally if somebody wanted to we could work with them in five days and go from whatever their generic position currently is to really um locking down a five-year plan with their paradigm and model that they then go out and test and build on or martin who's my partner in the business can go straight their project now in some ways 
you miss out if you get someone to go strike your book because you won't go through as profound a change mm-hmm. in your own insight and value as when you go through it because it, evolving the writing skills it's not just the writing skills it's a profound it's it is a deep change in how you perceive your reality and your value yeah and the ghostwriting is there as an option so we do all three um, terrific positions terrific. Like. And, and for those who are interested in learning more about you and your business and connecting with you where should they go so um immersive publishing immersive.pub i do like the idea of an immersive pub just like drowning and and what yeah. you the joy that you have in a nice british pub that's immersive pub um linkedin i'm richard hagen h-a-g-e-n um and i'm about to to launch a personal site called hagen does h-a-g-e-n does.com and that'll be where you can find out about all the different stuff that i do and book me for podcasts like this or speaking um and, and find out lots of other stuff about publishing and and becoming a brilliant author fantastic fantastic all those links we will put in the show notes and any parting thoughts richard before we call it a day just that it's lovely to meet a marketer mm-hmm. who who doesn't reduce story to you got a problem get out there overcome the obstacle and resolve it uh-huh that because I think a lot of marketers have done that for the last 10, 20 years, and everybody knows that, can right. spot it coming a mile off. You are you are fighting for people to experience the value of your business. Right. And that, I think, it's, it's super to be part of a conversation with you because I feel at home yeah. with you, which is very unusual with marketers. So yeah. thank you for making it super easy. And well, that's and that's what we want for all of our businesses is to be able to share a story in a way that people feel at home with us. So thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you. And I appreciate that. We do see eye to eye. I encourage people to go check out Richard's stuff, see if it's a good fit, sign up for his email list, all of those good things. Richard, I greatly appreciate you being here with us today. And I greatly appreciate you for tuning in, for watching, for listening, wherever it is that you're consuming this podcast. If you've enjoyed what you've heard or seen, please go give a review on Apple or Spotify, wherever you get your favorite podcast. A five-star review is an act of sharing the gift so that people who don't know about this podcast may find it and may choose to tune into this content or or content similar you can go to storypowermarketing.show for past episodes show notes all the good stuff about each and every episode and you can go to storypowermarketing.com for more about how to transform your content from prospect repelling to client attracting again richard hagan thanks so much for spending time with us today and we'll see everybody down the road For listening to the Story Power Marketing Show with Tom Ruich. If you liked what you heard today, visit storypowermarketing.com resources, where you can sign up for Tom's entertaining, informative, must-read emails, download free business building resources, and discover other opportunities to help you harness the power of storytelling. 
That's storypowermarketing.com slash resources to help you captivate prospects, inspire them to act, and grow your business with greater ease and joy. Also, please remember to subscribe to the Story Power Marketing Show with Tom Ruich and review it on iTunes or wherever you get your favorite podcasts.